everybody, it's Ed from the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, here with another Whiskey Short, and joining me always is Scott. Hey, everybody. And he's going to tell you what we're going to be doing tonight. Yeah, so a couple weeks ago when Taylor was here, she brought uh, some other stuff that we never ended up getting to, and she gave us a sample of, and we're going to do a quick taste of, the Wilderness Trail 8-Year Bourbon. It's also, you'll be happy to know, mm-hmm. bottled and bond. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I love to check off my list of bottled and bonds that I've experienced. I'm probably at a good dozen and a half at this point. Yeah. I guess just the quality of how it's made and all the rules that govern it, it's hard to make a bad spirit bottle and bond. I've never had a terrible one. Right. I've had ones that weren't as good as I thought they were going to be, but yeah. they're all pretty drinkable. Even as we've proven on here, the Evan Williams bottle and bond for about 20 bucks. I know. <laughs> one of the best buys you can get out there. Absolutely. That's right. So I have a few paragraphs on the story of Wilderness Trail, and okay. uh, then we'll get to drink it. Yeah, I'd love to know the history of this company that I feel like over the last three years has become much more prevalent in at least our area, yeah, the Northeast. Definitely has. All right, so in the late 1990s, Shane Baker and Pat Heist were in a rock band together, but quickly realized they wanted to chase another shared passion, whiskey. Luckily, they were already living among the rolling hills of Danville, Kentucky, and had been exposed to the Kentucky bourbon industry while growing up. In fact, Shane's family has been distilling in Kentucky since the 1940s, and his grandmother worked for Stitzel Weller for over 50 years. Of course. <laughs> and so, along with strong backgrounds in mechanical engineering and microbiology, they formed Firm, short for Fermentation, Solutions in 2006, which combines scientific expertise with distilling operations across the world, during which time the pair became highly respected yeast and fermentation experts. And so in 2012, they founded Wilderness Trail Distillery so that they could finally create whiskeys of their own. The unique flavor of Wilderness Trail whiskeys comes from the proprietary infusion mashing process, which uses a specific amount of heat to gelatinize starches without degrading the quality of the grains. Another distinction is that all of their whiskeys use sweet mash, in which fermentation is started from scratch, instead of sour mash, in which byproducts of a previous fermentation are used to kickstart a new one. In fact, Wilderness Trail was the first Kentucky distillery to use sweet mash as their sole mashing technique, which they say yields a much softer and flavorful distillate than their sour mash counterparts. The sweet mash fermentation begins with proprietary yeast strains that are combined with a premium selection of locally grown corn, wheat, and rye varietals, plus water from natural limestone springs. Mm. This is then distilled in a combination of pot stills and column stills to allow for different mash bills and batch sizes, as well as the ability to run a mix of weeded and rye-based whiskeys at the same time, which can churn out a maximum of over 200 barrels a day. Wow. Yeah. In addition, as we reported on our November news last year, the Milan Italy-based Campari Group, which also owns Sky Vodka and Wild Turkey, purchased an initial 70% stake in Wilderness Trail, with the remaining 30% to be acquired in 2031 for a grand total of $600 million. So that's what those two guys got. Yeah. Wow. I know, right? Good job giving up that band. I don't know. (laughs) Right. Thank God you were like, we can make it one day. It took Bruce Springsteen his whole life to sell his catalog for like five hundred million, right? <laughs> right? So you just sold your company. Pretty good job, yeah. Right, boys. Yeah, good I, decision. I mean, I guess they're staying on then till thirty one. Is that the plan? And then they're going to retire? Or how's it going to work? Do we you know, know that? I don't really know. No. All right. I guess technically they could blow the seventy percent, and then they know they got more money coming, right? Don't <laughs> <laughs> worry. We still got one hundred fifty million coming. We're good. That's right. All right. Well, let's um let's get right to smelling it. Yeah. What we have today is the regular small batch high ride bird with an age statement of eight years. So right. it's uh, bottle and bomb, but they went double the requirement. Yes. They say their small batches are just 18 barrels, which is the result of one fermenter and- uh, Or only a morning, according to them. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. a short morning's work so they can do 200 barrels a day. That's right. Uh, the mash bill is 64% corn, 24% rye, and 12% malted barley. The price is between like 85 95 so this is nice of Taylor to uh, bring us this. An amazing nose. Oh, wow. That smells delicious. It's a sweet vanilla corn nose with fruit notes, like all the stuff that Barrel tells me I should taste in whiskey, <laughs> like vanilla shortbread. and um, I mean, I'm getting a strong citrus cit- off, yeah, off of this. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't want to start with orange. Yeah, but, but I... That's why I said fruit notes, because I wanted to <laughs> see if you smell yeah. until I influence. It's definitely orange, yeah. But like a candied orange. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very sweet. This is the nicest nose of a bourbon that I've had in a really long time. It's really, really nice. What's the proof on this? Well, it has to be 100, right? Uh, 100, so, yeah. yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Still stupid, though. Sometimes my mouth was faster than my brain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the notes are traditional bourbon notes. Yeah. But wow, to the max level. Like the vanilla is off the charts, like a vanilla bomb. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get some oak if I get any of the wood for being in there eight years. I mean, I guess just a tiny bit, yeah. but it's certainly not prevalent. Like I, I'm also getting like cinnamon. So it's like a sweet yep. cinnamon, orangey. I get a little bit of black pepper on the nose, too. Like the okay. something spicy tickling my nose at the very very end of yeah, it yeah there's something there i mean it, it is 24 percent rye. Right, let's taste it all right mm. oh wow it's so sizzly yeah. on the tongue yeah i didn't expect that first of all it, it tastes to me the initial flavor burst is everything i smelled like it's sweet mm. it's vanilla mm-hmm. there is some citrus on it yeah and then i feel like i'm getting a little bit of a pepper spice in my throat but yeah. you can tell me what you think yeah the surprising part of it was it was a little bit peppery on the tongue i guess that's what it is uh i said sizzling because it kind of does that too no there's a weird pepper spice to this on the tongue for sure it's, oh wow it's so nice though it's really good wow this is way better than i expected it to be yeah because we had i think just their regular bourbon yeah and uh at the time we weren't very impressed with it i wasn't i was like i grabbed it just to give it a try not on the air i wish we only drank on the air my liver wishes that <laughs> but you know there's a lot of whiskey out there i think i remember saying we'll circle back to it at some point yeah and tasting this today it makes me think hmm, maybe we need to take a revisit of our uh wilderness yeah, trail what do point. you think of the name wilderness trail wilderness trail uh, it's better than old elk <laughs> yeah I mean, you know, you know that's, <laughs> i just said old elk sounded like old crow to me like it's a, just a i don't know where trails okay I, I it seems cliche to me like let's take two bourbon historical lies <laughs> and also kind of alludes to the whole bourbon trail yeah, right yeah. so it's like certainly not a hurtful name and, and, and it's safe and it, I, evidently it's worth 600 million dollars so, yeah, yeah so yeah you can name it whatever you want i guess right good choice uh, again their second good choice yes <laughs> going into the whiskey business and naming it something sort of generic oh uh, yeah like, and easy to remember yeah we're not hating on the name no 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 not at all not at all sirs because you're millionaires <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting on the finish it's shorter than i expected yeah i would put this down as a medium finish yeah i get a little anise on the finish and then when it's gone almost like what's left over after i have a, a coke like a mm. cola flavor oh interesting yeah and i feel like it's giving me a little bit of a oily mouthfeel okay so that when i'm done i still feel like it's coating my tongue a little yeah. bit and it's got legs on the glass too i can see it is viscous for the 100 proof the mouthfeel is like a 120 proof almost mm-hmm. even though it's not hot it's yeah. really a great experience this is a delicious whiskey yes wow yeah and you know we talk about there's so much good whiskey between 60 and 100 i question how much is worth over 125 
there's a dead zone to me between 125 and like $400 where I'm just like, I don't know that they're that much better, that they should be worth double the price of a bottle like this, right. which you can get for around $90. So, you know, some Kentucky Al out there for 180 yeah. I, I can't believe it's twice as good as this whiskey. I mean, maybe it's more complex. Maybe I'm just uh, naive, but this is a very good whiskey. And I take my hat off to uh, Wilderness Trail, both for the whiskey and for the fact that they were able to get so much money. But listen, <laughs> they're putting up 200 barrels a day, which I also did not know that they were at that capacity. I didn't either. And maybe that explains how they have so much stuff in liquor stores nationwide. Well, I think that makes sense of why they were late to our area. They've been doing stuff in many other areas. Sure. They've been together since you said the 90s, right? Well, they founded the company in 2012, but they oh, have, okay. they knew each other for, yeah. Oh, all right. So are you telling me they've been around 10 years and made $600 million? <laughs> yes. What in the hell is wrong with us? <laughs> I guarantee you we're not going to be able to sell this podcast for $600 million <laughs> 10 years from now. We might be able to sell equipment for like 50 bucks. <laughs> People might pay us 100 to just stop. <laughs> just tear. We'll give each other a C note. Just, if, just stop. If you just shut it down. Oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a joke. They can't make us stop. That, a, that's true. They can't. Yeah, there's a lot right and a lot wrong with America, but the one thing we do have is that we can get on here and talk about whiskey. Whatever we want. Within reason. Well, yeah. Our livers. No, unless Scott edits it to keep us out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I cut out all the, yeah. all the yeah, jokes. Yeah. So let's do the tasting notes. These are from Bourbon Obsessed. Yeah. Uh, on the nose, vanilla, cherry, caramel, oak, honey, cinnamon, creme brulee, light leather, and tobacco. They have cherry, yeah. and I didn't taste cherry. I tasted orange. Yeah, I didn't taste cherry either, but no. every batch is a little different, you know. Uh, on the palate, honey, caramel, cherry, candy, and cinnamon. So Yeah, uh, we had most of that. We yeah. really did. I mean, I didn't say honey, but honey, sure. Honey was all over that. I can honey, yeah. That. Caramel. Cinnamon, definitely. That, that, that was one that really Absolutely. jumped out at me. Yep. Uh, on the finish, fairly long, he says, with cinnamon and cherry lingering, but joined by a spicy mix of black pepper yeah. and cayenne and a little barrel char too. Yeah, remember I said the pepper and I yeah. I, I said black pepper, but then I said there's another pepper that's just sitting on my tongue and mm -hmm. I and I think that's what you tasted. The cayenne was a more uh, yeah was in there up front too on it. It first hit your tongue. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Is it long? We talked about how we still felt like we had a visceral connection to it after we'd swallowed it. Yeah. And that was peppering in our throat. So maybe I just don't know when the finish is actually over. <laughs> yeah, when does the finish end? <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe it is a long finish. And I was saying immediately finish because it's like there's stuff happening in my mouth and then it goes down to my throat but it's still kind of on my tongue so i don't know maybe it was longer than i gave it credit well for. the initial sip is so dramatic yeah like i said sizzles and then when the sizzling's gone maybe that is sort of a clue like oh well, maybe it's done now mm. right maybe it's not this whiskey is one of the most upfront whiskeys i've ever had yeah it hits you with a one-two punch as soon as you take the sip and then the rest of the journey is kind of subdued. But you know what? It's a good thing that we don't have more of this because I pour another whole thing of this and yeah. drink it. I'm well, really excited about this. At least we know what we, where we can get it. Yeah, that's true. Badash Liquors, right. Cherry Hill. That's right. They have others. We can go through their other. Yeah, sure. Real Will quick. Willers yeah. Trail whiskeys. Uh, they all seem to be bottled in bond. They have some special single barrel releases that aren't strictly bottled in bond, but all of these are bottled in bonds. They have a high rye bourbon that's bottled in bond, which is the base expression of this one. Okay. So four years age. Same mash bill, 64% corn, 24% rye, 12% malted barley. It goes for about 60 bucks. It won double gold this year at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. The weeded bourbon, also bottled in bond, uh, that just replaces the rye for the wheat, so 24% wheat. Interesting. Also $60. They have a bottled in bond rye, which is 56% rye, 33% corn, and 11% malted barley. That's aged six to eight years, and uh, $60 for that one as well. And then they have a higher expression of their weeded bourbon, a six-year, that's what it goes 
for about $75. Interesting. So no real calf strength out there. They have single barrel releases, all proof to calf strength. So oh, oh, th- there you go. Shut your mouth, Ed. <laughs> and those are go for about 70 I just waited another 10 seconds. I, I would have looked all right. But no, I'm like finding some way to criticize. Oh, wait, no calf strength? Oh, yeah. All these calf strength. Oh, okay. Again, your mouth is faster than your brain. Mm-hmm. Can't believe he's single, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh well i mean that's it i mean this is going to be a real quick quick taste yeah i mean one of our uh, an old school one. old school yeah and part of that is the fact that we only had a sample of it and didn't have enough to have another glass because then i would keep talking about how it tasted <laughs> right but now my glass is empty and so is my mind and so i'm definitely gonna go try some more of them and i suggest you do too if you're interested they have plenty to drink at $60 if you don't want to take the step up. But I'm wondering if what we had it was the original bottle and bond. That's what we tried. Right. And didn't get that excited. But this, um, this is making me really excited. Yeah. So we often get asked, like, well, when would you pay for the uptick? Well, this one. I would definitely pay $90 for this and not $60 for one that's just okay. But I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and try their original again. It's been a few years. Yeah. Maybe we. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it was us. Maybe we, right, yeah. Yeah, right, maybe we were just off that day. Maybe we were sad. Yeah. Maybe it was like, oh, <laughs> we're sad and i don't know i don't feel like walking the wilderness trail right now <laughs> but anyway congratulations to them on their success oh. and i still don't understand how campari owns so much with making one bitter terrible <laughs> mixer but well, anyway for the uh whiskey Daddy podcast <laughs> if you can find some wilderness trail in your price range that you want to try please do i think you'll enjoy it indeed so i'm ed i'm scott cheers everybody mm, later later